Welcome to the welcome to the game week edition. One more going on going dead. Maryland week. Love it. Tuesday, August 31st. Justin Barter here with Josh Jones. By the way, I've worn two W shirts a day. I wore a W Cullen shirt at work. Even I work from home. And a t-shirt in the evening. Nice. So I am fired up, you're ready to go. You're repping. I realize though, I am in dire need of some new t-shirts. Oh, mine are starting to fade. And so I might, might, I get paid this Friday. It might be, might, might go. Uh, Spoil yourself. Yeah, exactly. Spoil yourself. All right, the drinks were your idea. So. Uh, well, I was just googling Maryland drinks, and the first thing that came up was a Maryland Mule. Yep. And it's basically a mule, but made with whiskey. Basically a Moscow mule, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, whiskey ginger beer, which, as we've covered in the past, does not have. Does alcohol. not have alcohol. I learned that on this show. A little bit of lime juice, <laughs> a little bit of mint. Mint of... from my front yard. Yeah. Well, I got eight tons of mint. Anybody needs mint? One nineteen Halstead Street. Come by and get it. You got just, it. Just if I see you on camera, I'll know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. Take as much mint as you want. Well, well, I'll tell you what. If you're relegated to stealing mint, you need to do some thumb cleaning. <laughs> I, mean, there's, I mean, copper wire, or, uh, mint. Eh, I think you're crossing a the line there. It's pretty good. I made it a little heavy, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. It is good. It is good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Mm -hmm. It is good. So we got a lot of house cleaning issues. I thought we, we, we should lead off with our old buddy Jeff. Pass yeah. away. Yeah. That's a shame. It is, it is. And I know he was in bad shape. You know, I, I told you last time, I don't know if I mentioned on the show last time I talked to him, you know, I was trying to help him fix his tractor so he can plow the garden. I knew he was in bad shape. He couldn't remember what went where. And uh, I knew it wasn't good. We were talking about it at work today. I, Tommy and I saw him outside the bike shop. It's probably been a year ago. And uh, Mike Lively was telling me he saw him at Cafe 110 within the last month. He said, you wouldn't even recognize him. Mm -hmm. He was thin as rail. Yeah. And I, and I told you, um, you know, about him coming up my house, he couldn't fit the, he couldn't fix his sound on his, his computer. computer. Yeah. So I knew, yeah, he was. Now was he in, was he in hospice? Or I don't he, think so. I think he just went to the hospital. I don't think they ever put him in hospice. Really? I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah. I know his organs started shutting down and it's a shame. It's, I told you he's, he's a character. That's one thing. Oh, you know? man. Nobody in that street's going to forget Jeff no, Ethan. Yeah, as no. a fact. <laughs> no, I, mean, I just remember the time I lived with you for the three years I lived there. He, there was never a dull moment. He's the reason, why, the he's the reason why you sit in the corner in the, on the front porch. Because so. <laughs> you knew if he saw you. What the hell was his dog's name? It was driving me crazy. Pep. 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 I was sitting there last night. I was like, what was his goddamn dog's name? Pep, come here, you son of a bitch. Uh, Cole would always try to pee on him. Yeah. <laughs> grass in the back like don't make eye contact with <laughs> oh that was a, that's a half an hour yeah. conversation minimum and that's if you're walking away well I, the conversation. I stopped the lawnmower and we started talking i was like all right i gotta get going i fired it back up to it and he starts walking with me <laughs> i was like yeah here he wants you cut <laughs> damn <laughs> we were at one of the first songs we wrote on your porch that's what I, I was gonna say he's he's probably He's definitely the, that was the first song I think we ever wrote. Yeah. Was the Halstead. Him and Bob and, were the inspiration. Yeah, exactly. It so was Jeff and his suspenders and 60,000 bees. I can't remember what the, he loved that damn hornet's nest in my front yard. <laughs> yes, he would have. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen to the bees in the back. I don't know if he's going to take care of them or they're just going to be gone. I don't know. I'm to find I that know out. what I did with these. <laughs> they're dead. Good. How'd yeah. you do it? 
Well, me and Garrett got liquored up Friday night, <laughs> and <laughs> we did a little recon mission about 11.30, and we lit it up with, with some wasp spray. Uh-huh. And then I doubled back around there Saturday night, which was a rougher shift. <laughs> I didn't have my wingman with me, so I was solo. And I finished, the, I emptied another can in there. So, it, And I've been monitoring the last couple of days. I haven't seen anybody flying in You were out, so out there trying to knock it out of the tree? Knock it out. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's where we are with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, as, we, as we got off the show last week, we didn't get to talk about this, which was Oak Hill's first game. Was a whiteout. Still makes no sense to me. Oak Hill colors are red and black. Thank you. I mean, I know in standard basketball, baseball, football, there's a home and away, and sometimes it's white. You know, in basketball, away jerseys, the home jerseys are white, and you're, you wear your colors on the on the ways. In football, your ways are white. So white always so plays white a role. So white is a role in so, every. I mean, like we we wear white jerseys on the road. Yeah. But do we say, hey, we're the old gold, blue, and white? No. No, we don't. Then neither should old kill. Thank I you. have no idea. I mean, what, the one time there was a white out in the review, that's because Pat White's last game. <laughs> so, Courtney sends me a text as soon as the show ended last week. She was like, by the way, there's a white out tomorrow. And I said, wait a minute, what? She was like, yeah, I've been scrounging around trying to find a fucking white shirt. And I said, but we're red and black. She said, yeah, but they all want us to wear white. I said, but we're red and black. <laughs> she was like, well, I know, but but we're all... I said, Courtney, literally the cheer is go red, red, black, black. <laughs> She was like, I know, but we're, I was like, who made that? I don't know. Who made that decision? Did anybody do it? But she argued argued with me for like 10 minutes, and then I went back and screenshotted her what she sent me initially, Uh, and I said, okay, if you think it's such a good idea to wear white to the football game, how come you told me you're scrounging around trying to find a fucking white (laughs) t-shirt? Because you don't wear white white to the game. Exactly. You don't wear white to the game. I don't make any sense to me. None. The only thing would make less sense if they moved homecoming to Virginia Tech weekend. That's the only thing that would make less sense. Preach it. <laughs> Preach it. That story could be told later, depends uh, on how things work out. It's, it's, it's a coin flip at this point in time. But yeah, the whiteout. I said, God. That's the dumbest thing. I mean, honestly, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I talked to Randy at, uh, at uh, Ellis. He was there before the game. and he's Randy said, Duncan? Yeah, he was like, he's like, I was like, you wearing your white? He said, I'm wearing my black. He didn't even, he was like, hey. I wore red. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. And no, there was only, there was a spattering of people that were wearing white. Well, they also announced it the day before the game. Well, was that it? was the other thing. Yeah. I was like, number one, first of all, we're red and black. Yeah. Second of all, you don't run a promotion like that on the night like before, before the game. game. And Courtney screenshotted me a mess. I guess she put something on Facebook about it. Uh, oh, yeah, Bill. And Bill was like, why wear white? And she was like, oh, my God, have you been talking to Justin? <laughs> I don't know what happened after that because I'm not on Facebook, but, but I'm glad I wasn't on an island thinking that because yeah. that was a joke. What was also a joke is Oak Hill lost the game 27-25, which I penciled that in as a win for them. I thought for sure they'd win that game. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy Jack. He said that. They don't have a line. They don't have a line. Both the sides. Line was, yeah. Both sides, and, and we talked a little bit about Ethan. He had, a, he had a really good game. He didn't touch the ball offensively in the first half, not one time. And he had an interception on defense. He had a, a good punt, made an extra point, got one blocked. I missed that one. I don't know if it was a low snap or whatever. But then in the second, but in the first half, the way they were calling plays, it was they were running veers, yeah. they were running inside, but the quarterback never kept the ball. So they were keen on the running backs every time. Uh-huh. And I told Ethan after the game, because he got six or seven, he ran a fake punt in the second half, got a first down. Oh, nice. He had a 33 yard catch. Oh. 
And he, he, he took probably four or five snaps and probably got 20, 23 yards. But I told him, I was like, look, I said, this is not just me being a homer. I said, if, cause, and Money Penny, who's a hell of a coach, yeah, he said coach. after the game I got out coached, which he yeah. did. It also doesn't help when you have eight false start penalties. Yeah, they said the you can't do that. That's what that's what Jack told me. The penalties were you killed. can't do that. And you I told Ethan, I said, listen, I said if he's going to call the game that way, mm. you got to play quarterback mm. because you got to keep the defense honest. Yeah. And they were keying on both those tailbacks, and there was nothing they could do. Oak Hill should have won that game. Yeah. Um, Jack said they, the, the, he said the false starts were just were just killers. He said he said that, oh, and they were the most enemy and. and Probably half of them were on five or ten yards or more ga- yardage game yeah. plays for O'Kill. Yeah. Just That's kill what, it. Yeah. He said, he said he thinks the offensive line were getting beat early, so they were trying to get off the ball a little bit faster, and it just was Matter of fact, good. they had a touchdown call back. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, or a two-point conversion. That was a, well, well, the, the, the two-point was, but they also ran a touchdown back and got caught, or the touchdown yeah. got called back. I mean, those are killers. You can't do that. No. He said, once they made the quarterback change, they brought another kid. Jacob he's, Ward. They did he did a lot, better. He did a lot he did better, better in the second half. He's the one that threw the ball to Ethan. Yeah. But and, he uh, said, yeah, he said he said it was. It came out to that. If you don't want, if you don't want a good line on either side, it's hard to win football. No. Skill positions don't do you any good. Exactly. You can't block. At that point in time. you got to at least be average on the offensive line. So they got West Side this week, and it, I mean, they better win that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Saturday night. I got stuffified again. <laughs> I was going to ask you what happened. That's a word. <laughs> stuffified is a word. It's a word. Because Jane was with Leslie this weekend, and I actually got a lot of shit done Saturday. I cut grass, I trimmed, I got her car detailed completely. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to go out and have a few. Well, no, we were going to go to Rendezvous, which I'd never been there. Okay. And uh, Smallwoods Band was playing. What? Uh-huh. So I was like, so Rick Brown, a few of them, like, we're going to go Ronnie Boo. I was like, yeah, I'll go. I've never been. So I got out there probably about Ronnie Boo is, is a secondary music Chattis. venue at Avengers of the Gorge. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's a hell of an event. It's oh, nice. Yeah. So I get, I pull around back, and I'm walking in, and there's a few people on the deck. There wasn't nearly as many people there Saturday night as there was Friday night. And as soon as I opened the back door, there's stuff. <laughs> and the first thing I said was, well, Fuck. And he was like, they oh. serve liquor, Lundevin. Like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know exactly what. <laughs> and he apparently had been in Huntington earlier in the day for some kind of thing. He had all this Marshall shit on. He's like, where are you yeah, going? Yeah, I saw you had pictures with Shannon Morrison yeah, and, and Cornelius. Yeah. He's like, where are you going? I was like, we're going to go listen to Smallwoods, man. He's like, oh, I might come out there for a little bit. So me and then Tim Newsom showed up. Uh-huh. So we sit out there and probably did three or four shots. I was like, all right, I'm leaving. He's like, all right, I'll follow you. So we get out there. Yeah, they serve liquor out there. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Malay was out there. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, that, like I said, a hell of a venue. And we had, uh, had a large time, which will actually spill into my non-sports question okay. later. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, got stuff to fight. <laughs> yeah. Makes for long Sundays. Oh. <laughs> Especially when you got to drive to the border, state yeah. line of North Carolina, Virginia. No wonder you didn't want to move that uh, uh, trip. Oh, no, I was hurt. <laughs> You said that, I was like, now's not a good time. <laughs> now is not a good time. Even I think Trigger looked at me, he's like, man, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> so shifting gears to sports, big night last night, beat Pitt 2 to 1 in soccer. Yeah, how about number that? Three, number three. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. We love it. Anytime you be pitting anything, it's oh, wonderful. Absolutely. Just absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. And I saw this, which you, you actually had this on my notes yesterday, and you tweeted it out today. But uh, I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but Tyke Smith went to Georgia. He's out the first mm-hmm. seven weeks. He got hurt. 
And Drayshawn Miller didn't even make the two deep at Auburn. Didn't make the two deep at Auburn. He Man, tra- he'd have been all conference this year at the Big Twelve. Didn't make the two deep at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good life decision. The, good. Green, the grass isn't always greener. Good crawl. I wonder how his NIL is going. Uh, not well. <laughs> it, it, it he does, does initials sum it up. Yeah, he's getting like monopoly money. They're not giving him real money. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting gas station money. That's about the extent. He's got like a coin jar. Yeah. Go, Here's one of those Whoops Genie things. You put the coins in the top. Like uh, Ralphie <laughs> in a uh, Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, Spare exactly. change? Yeah. <laughs> good call, Drayshawn. Yeah. Darius Steele's got cut. I was a little disappointed by that. Man, it was like a wave. Today was the wave. Greer got cut. Carl Joseph got cut. Kenny Robinson got cut. TJ Simmons got cut. Well, I <laughs> Dave Taylor's feelings got cut when TJ Simmons got cut. Yeah, it was a rough, rough week. It was a rough stretch, yeah. Speaking of rough stretches, uh, Scott Frost is a dead man walking. What a cluster! He that. said, "Did you hear what he said this week?" Not this after the game. Yeah, it was. I guess it was press conference this week. Uh, he said in the Nebraska Illinois game. He said once they started lining up in that in that defense, half our playbook was out the window. What? Yeah, I was like, if that's the case, You're you are in the wrong profession. Yeah, yeah. If you can't adjust to what the defense is doing. And you, you have to limit your playbook to half the plays? It ain't good. You are a failure as a coach. Not looking good. And what, you know, somebody was like, what else was Nebraska going to do? Right. Yeah, you know, else? Because they didn't fire Bo Pelini. He was winning nine games a year. I couldn't believe it. So, Between him and Solich, you want to talk about screwing up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they, I, I and saw today. I almost. They had two alumni buy up, I guess, a certain allotment of tickets to keep that streak. Of sellouts. 376 streams. Yeah, I mean, just not a sellout. <laughs> no. Well, according to Pitt, it would be. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. Who's, who's, I was going to ask this in my sports question, but I changed it up. Who is more annoying at saying that they're back or their fans are so arrogant that they think they should be good every year? Nebraska, Miami, or Texas? Because those three fan bases have an arrogancy about them that they are better they than everybody, do. and I, they have sucked. I would say, I mean, from a fan following standpoint, Nebraska and Texas, I would assume, dwarf Miami. Mm. I mean, you I would think. I would, yeah. You would think You so. would think. I mean, Nebraska. Well, Miami's fans, the, they, they're the greatest the, Nebraska thing. Nebraska hasn't been relevant since 01. They yeah. played for the national title in 01. Yeah. I mean, Texas at least in 09 played for the title, but it's been a while for them. Mm-hmm. Miami. Ever since they went to the ACC, they haven't done shit. They haven't done anything. They, yeah. they played for the title that one year, had that turnover chain, yeah. which was aggravating as hell. Yeah. But they haven't done anything either. Mm. It's like a race to be the tallest yeah. midget. But their fans, they, 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 everything's owed to them. Yeah. That's what annoys me. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's, it's 1989. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. No, yeah. it's not 1989. Anyway, take a coin flip. Yeah, so I, I, I don't feel bad for Nebraska at all. No, I don't either. Yeah, Big Ten. Can't wait to Oklahoma beat the holy crap out of this year. It's going to be ugly. It'll be ugly. So the the uh, the prediction show on the statewide sports line was Sunday night, which I listened to. I actually texted in again. Mm-hmm. Last year I was did a long, you? I, remember last year I was a long time listener, first time texter. Uh-huh. I didn't lead with that. This time. <laughs> they didn't read my shit online. <laughs> but eight and four got the most votes. I think it was thirty seven. 33 was nine. I couldn't believe how many people said nine. I can't. Including I can't. Greg Hunter and Travis Jones. I know. Travis Jones, I can understand. 
He's a little bit more optimistic. Hunter's, Hunter's, Hunter's been, never been that oh, optimistic. Oh, he's Debbie down. I would guarantee he was been Santa Fe. But when he told me, he said, based on what I've seen at practice, which when he says that, it tell, I mean, all he does is watch both lines. Yeah, exactly. So that encouraged me yeah. quite a bit. But I couldn't believe it. Well, I was looking at the two deep today. Outside of really Sean Martin uh, backing up um, Austin. Austin. We're, we have knowns on the two deep. Knowns. Not players that we think are going to be good. Known performers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's hard to do in this yeah. day and age. And the front line people are good. They are. So, I mean, that's – and, and was every good team based on? you got to have a line. got to have an offensive-defensive line. Well, you mentioned the depth chart, so let's go through yep. it real quick. So, offensively – you got Bryce Ford Wheaton, Winston Wright, which no surprises there. Then Yates, Committer, Frazier, Nestor. They got more listed as a starter, which I, I think more will start Saturday, even though they're still saying it. I think there's going to be a battle this week. Milan eventually is going to win that job. O'Loughlin's a game time decision. Yeah. And then you got TJ Banks behind him. Then you got Sam James and Sean Ryan, or Isaiah Asdale. Mm-hmm. And of course, Daggy and then Letty Brown. And then Mathis is a game time decision. Yeah. So you might see a lot of Justin Johnson. You might see a lot of Justin Johnson because they said uh, uh, Sparrows, I think, hurt. Yeah. So. Yeah. But they said Johnson is is prepping and playing like a veteran yeah. right now. So he must be his real deal. Yeah, he is. Real deal. Then defensively, you got, of course, Mesador, Stills, and Austin. Then you got Jalen Thornton and Jordan Jefferson. And like you said, Sean Martin mm-hmm. backing him up. And they said Sean Martin can play all four spots on the line. Yeah. Even this though, is, even though, I mean, he's, Cal, he's Cal is playing the bandit, but yeah, he's probably more suited to, to not play in the middle. But yeah, we saw him tall. That's what he's Greg Hunter was like. Man, it's like he's just he's he tells he's not quite the physical system yet, but he's going to be a yeah. physical specimen of that yeah, outside. He's a great dude, man. Yeah. You know, Vondarius Cowan's only played six games. In I don't know. I couldn't believe they it. were talking about him that I was listening to the three guys for the game today. And they were talking about him, and I was like, you know, I always forget about him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's a four-star. And, you know, uh, the first game of the year, so two years ago, he made that first play, and it was like, holy shit, yeah, that guy's going to be a beast. Yeah, and then, then he, did and he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and he got hurt. But they got him and, him and Bartlett, Jared Bartlett. They said, or. I mean, that's how much they, that's how yeah. they feel about Bartlett. Then you got X-Ray Love at the Will linebacker, mm-hmm. backed up by Lance Dixon, who's the kid from Penn State, who they're right there yeah. high on. Then we'll Josh Chandler, Semedo, and the Mike, and Deshaun Stevens. I don't. He's six two two fifty. They said he's gonna play. Said he's, he's a, a big dude, man. Said he's a player. He played at Maine last yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, he's a beast. Yep. And then, of course, the guy we talked about last week, which was our breakout player this year, which was Scotty Young playing mm-hmm. the spear, taking over for Tyke Smith. And they got Charles Woods backing him up. We talked about him. Then you got Nick Troy Fortune, and of course Alonzo Adai, Sean Mahone. And Daryl Porter got the start only because Jackie Matthews, they said, has been hurt. Exactly. But, yeah, we used that out. I was like, oh, dang, something uh, happened the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I was but, kinda, yeah. I was kind of like, Saying wow. Matthews missed some practices. So, yeah. So, that Porter's got the nod. But, so, but they said he's played a great fall camp. They yeah. said Porter's had a great fall camp. Yeah. Which is good. We're good because apparently, I know we're getting to Maryland preview later. They the got that. Good. Yeah. The and they got one good. kid, Jared, they said, is just a man on yeah, the field. Yeah, they got some players. So, so the depth, no real big surprises, I don't think. Um, on the depth chart. No, no, I don't think so. I think the biggest surprise was, was Casey Legg beating out Taylor Tyler Sumter for kicker. Did he really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that was the biggest surprise out of all the starters I saw. 
I thought, but they said Casey Legg very consistent in practice, so he won the job. Well, and but and Staley. Is Staley going to be handling kickoffs? I didn't see his name anywhere. Yeah, he's on there. I think Staley was listed as the damn kickoff guy. Yeah? Well, that's, yeah, it was Casey Legg. Cut off. Casey Legg is, is listed as the kicker. Mm-hmm. Holder. Kickoff, Evan Staley. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then you got Winston Wright and Sam Brown. Mm-hmm. And then you got probably Reese Smith. They said they had led three of them that were listed yeah. there. Is there can't remember who that was. Maybe Winston Wright. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I didn't listen to Neil's press conference today. I just kind of. Yeah, I just pulled the highlights. Yeah. It. He, he didn't say much that was in Mathis there. and McLaughlin are game time decisions. Mm-hmm. We talked about Justin Johnson. Somebody mentioned this because he's a true freshman. They said, WVU true freshman running backs have a good history at College Park. That Noel is Devon, true. Jason Gwaltney, which yeah. I know that was his – That was his, he was a one-hit one. Yeah, exactly. But still. That's a good point. Yeah. And then Daryl Middleton, the kid from uh, Tennessee, is not going to play this weekend. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the defensive line person. Yeah. Yeah, cause that, just add – throw him in the mix. Look how deep our defensive line yeah, is. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And we mentioned Matthews missing time. Supporters going to start. And we mentioned Dixon and Stevenson. Sean Martin, and they, I mean, they're high, they everything I've read and seen, and, and I'm not gonna mention the source that I talked to last <laughs> night. That's one of my college buddies because I don't know what to say anything about it. But he knows a guy that's seen practice and, and has talked to some coaches, and they're they're high. I mean, they're high on Daggy. Yeah, he said Daggy's his pocket presence, his uh, his his demeanor. He said the game slowed down a lot for him. They which, said not only you know, the coaching staff high on him, but his receivers are high on him right now. Which is good. So, you know, because we thought about you, – you know, we talked about last year, it seemed at the end of the year, especially on the spring game, how the players had a bigger rapport with Green. Right. But they said that the, the receivers now are all team dingy. Yeah. So, yeah. hey. That's what we need. They, I was listening to it on the way over here. There was three guys for the game. And uh, they were talking about how the one guy called in and said over and under 27 touchdown passes. Uh, 27 and a half touchdown passes. That's how much we've averaged in like the last 15 years. It's 28. The highest was 2012. I think we had 46, something like that, Gino. Probably. In 2013, we only had 13. And then, and then 2020, we only had 14. That sounds with right. With Daggy. Daggy threw 14 yeah. last year. So they put over if he could double. was, And I don't think he needs to double it. But if he gets anywhere in that mid twenty range of touchdown passes with with a with a minimal amount of interceptions, with a minimal amount of interceptions, that's fine. Do we get to second best offense in the league? Because we get the second best offense in the league, we're winning ten games. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think if we get to the second best offense in the league, I think our defense may not be as good as last year, but they're still gonna be good. If we get to this, if we're averaging thirty five points a game, oh, if we're averaging thirty five points a game, I think our defense, even though we lost our three best players at all three levels. And I, that's what I put when I sent my prediction in to the, to the call-in show. I said, despite losing those guys, I think our defense is going to surprise some people. I think they do. Because I don't think there's going to be as big of a drop-off as, as maybe people think, losing you know Darius Stills and Tony Fields Jay and Tyke Miller. Smith. And, and, yeah, I mean, even, even Miller, too. I mean, and how Tyke Smith was an All-American. Yeah. And Darius Stills was a consensus All-American. Yeah. And Tony Fields was probably the best linebacker we've had since David Long. That's exactly right. And Miller was all conference. Yeah. So we lost a lot, but but I think we played we played some talent and talent that's played. Exactly. Which I think is a big a big benefit. A big key, big key. So uh, let's go to Maryland. 
on the road. It's, it's always been a, we talked about this last week, a barometer for whether or not we're going to get to a bowl game. Yep. Which usually, they were talking about this on Sportsline, usually this is like the first time since I think in the 60s that we opened with Maryland. We usually play them like the third game of the season. Yeah, that's true. Which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Loxley, Mike Loxley is 8-43 and 43 as a head coach. We are 28-22-2 all-time against Maryland. I thought we'd play them more than that, but we haven't. Yeah. Well, that one, that one coach wouldn't play us for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he didn't want to do it. <laughs> Did you realize that we've won nine of the last ten times we've yeah. played him? Nine of the last ten. The only one was at 37 and nothing ass whooping. Whooping. Uh, four the, children's through six I'll seven. never forget it because the last time before that, the only time was we lost the bowl game when they beat us twice in that. We were at that game. We were at that game. And I stayed in Jacksonville as well as Dayton Dawn the time. And we stayed and went to St. Augustine. And I think I told the story. I left because I flew back. Yeah. I went to the store and they had all, right there that Jacksonville landing. And I went to the store in there and they had a whole bunch of WVU stuff and Maryland stuff like marked down like 75%. So I bought like my favorite hat for like $10. <laughs> so I bought, and there's one lady and she was in there talking to one of the sales ladies. She was, she was an older lady and she was like, you know what? They, I don't know what it is, but they just can't beat us. We just, we just got their number. And I'll never forget that. I remember saying that. I didn't say anything because I was like, she, right now she's right. We, she, they beat the shit. The Scotty McBride's beat the Holy Allies. Yep. And we won that next year with uh, Chris Henry catching that pass in the end zone. Yep. And we didn't lose again until Hogerson laid an egg. We beat them, <laughs> seven times. And then we beat them after that. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I always, I always want to find that lady. Yeah. If I could find that lady this day. I was like, so, so I think you just cursed your team, you there, did. lady. You did. We mentioned last week they were two, they were only two and three last year. They lost by forty Northwest. Lost lost to Ruggers. I didn't know Ron Zook was one of their associate head coaches. I didn't know that either. Did not know that. <laughs> so, Talia Tugavola. Very you know, good. Is that what we're going with that? Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Last year he's only five ten. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I'm not. But. <laughs> Uh, oh, he, he completed 61% of his passes last year. He threw seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. Had two rushing touchdowns. He only played in four games last year. In the four games he played, he had 26 carries for 44 yards, which surprised me. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, their offense line struggled last year. And that's going to struggle this year. <coughs> because they've had some turnover there, too. Now, he now did, they didn't get a transfer in. That's pretty good. He did have 394 yards passing against Minnesota and five total touchdowns, which is big. Mm-hmm. They run a pro-style offense. Now, Dante Demas caught four of his seven touchdowns. They only had two. I looked up on the preseason Big Ten all-conference team. They only had two guys show up, and, and Demas was one of them. And Nick Scott was the other one. He's a second-team safety. But they got a five-star receiver named Rakeem Barrett. Yeah, Barrett. That's supposedly a stud. Yeah, that's what they fly. talked about today in the press conference. Yeah, they said the assistant coaches were they mentioning. He can fly. Yeah. And they said next to Oklahoma, receiver-wise, this might be the best bunch we face yeah, all year. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to be talented. From what, from what I've read and listened to, they, they've had three good years of recruiting. Mm-hmm. So they got talent. It's just a matter of is, is the coach good enough to pull Well, him. Loxley's always been a good recruiter. A great recruiter. But great, but obviously not the greatest of head coaches. No. So I'm hoping that fall goes. I, I think – I think we've had a good couple years recruiting, and I think we've got a better coach. I do, too. And I also think we have a better line. Uh, and I, I, but I think, I think that's going to be the biggest difference. I think so, too. Because if we can hold the ball and keep it away from their offense, yeah, 
Well, and that was the other thing too. That their apparently their weaknesses are on both lines. Mm -hmm. Even though they're big, their defensive line's big. They got a guy named Mosiah Nasili Kite, six two three oh five. Me Finale, Tavita Finale's third coach. <laughs> six two three thirty and Lautez Rogers, six four two seven five. Something else I thought was interesting that I did not know in doing my Maryland preview research. They've had six straight losing seasons. They haven't had a winning season since two thousand fourteen. <laughs> I didn't know that. Now I think Is that when they fired Friedgen to hire Edsel? One year they he's were... He's back at now? <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. I don't, know if that's, I, think, I don't think Friedgen lasted that they long. They last that long, I don't remember. But, I mean, six years. Six straight that's years. That's crazy. And I think that was the first year, ironically, that they were in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. It was 2014. Yeah, they were Now, one of those years, I mean, that, I mean it, and it's not close, like three, nine, four, and eight. There was like a six and seven in there one year, which means they probably went... Six and six and went to a bowl game and lost. Right. But, I mean, still, six straight, that surprised me. That surprised me, too. I did not know that. I don't think we've ever had a six-year-old. Oh, hell no. I mean, yeah, hell no. No. So, we, we talked about this uh, last week about the line. It was three and a half, and I looked last night, and you, you texted me, too. It's down to two and a half, but the over-under went up. Yeah. I didn't get that. Those making sense to me, especially if you look at a lot of games this weekend, and Brad was talking about this on the sports line, that, you know, the, a lot of the unders – one first game of the year, <clears throat> usually a lot of the unders fell out. Yep. And I got a feeling that you know I think it went from fifty three to fifty seven or something like that. It was fifty six. Now it's fifty seven. Yeah, I won't be surprised because I think I think we are going to ground it out. I think we're going to I too. And, I, and and there was I think they said in their three losses last year they averaged thirteen points a game. Yeah, and they gave up two hundred and some yards rushing. Two thirty. Yeah. You know, and last year we only averaged a hundred and some. If we yeah. if we get over two hundred yards rushing, we're going to win the game. Absolutely, uh, I'll tell you that right now. Absolutely. The, the thing that I am concerned about is they got good corners, and they're they're saying today they're probably going to play a lot of press coverage on our wide receivers to bring an extra guy in the box. Yep, they're going to make Daggy. So Daggy's going to have to make some. He, he doesn't have to make them all, nope. but he's got to make some. That's why. That's why I really kind of hope that McLaughlin plays. Um, because I think he'll be he, he can be a difference maker. Key, he yeah. Be a, yeah, big target. He, he could play a key role in this yeah, game absolutely. for sure. So I, I'm still. I know we did our predictions last week, but I, I'm still sticking with 27-24. I I think if we win a lot of scrimmage, no dumb turnovers, and we got to minimize our penalties. There's no reason why we shouldn't come out of there with a win. Yeah, I, I'm still. I'm still going. Um, I'm still going to go 30-23, even though it might be like 30-20. I think I think we are going to stop him in the red zone and make him try to kick field goals a lot. I think our defense is going to be good enough. I think they're I think they will get a couple big plays with their their receivers. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, if we but if we get enough pass rush on them, I think we we'll also will get a couple interceptions. Yeah. So so that's going to turn around. I, I think I think we're just going to have the ball too much. It's going to be hot. It's going to be you know high seventies in the heat in Baltimore or in Maryland, Clarksburg, Maryland. I think we're going to wear them out. They second quarter or third quarter, fourth quarter is where we just start. We just start running, pounding them. So I do think it might be bigger than, than I first guessed. I hope you're right. Yeah. Now, they, uh, like I said, I lowballed. I think I lowballed last week. But listening to the talk about not only seeing the predictions of experts who've been watching practice, most of them I have not seen one pick less than eight. You know, and, and Kurt Herschel said that we could be the surprise team in the Big Twelve. TCU. Yeah. So. Makes, maybe I am low, but but it's funny is I keep saying that, but the line, if he's betting against us, 
That's fine. So, <laughs> so I like it better that way. <laughs> and you never know on the road first game. You know, you just never know. Never know. Yeah. So who's your uh, who's your picks to click on offense and defense? Well, I think I mentioned them earlier. I think defense. I think Cowan's going to have a big game. Okay. I think he. I think he's going to have a big game. I think he's going to have a couple sacks. Will not be surprised if he has a big game. Offense. I'm going to go outside the box here. Okay. I think we've all forgot about Sean Ryan. Okay. I think he's going to have four or five catches for like fifty some yards. Okay, right. Yep. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go safe. I'm gonna go downtown, Lady Brown. I think I think he's gonna to touch the ball 25 times. I think first game we'll have a couple first year guys to start on the offensive line. I think we're gonna rely heavily on him, probably in the passing game too. Oh yeah. Check downs. Yeah. And I think with those guys playing press coverage, send a few guys deep, leak him out, let him make plays on the linebackers. So I'm gonna go with him, and I'm gonna go with the King Mesador on defense, only because we haven't seen him play nose yet. No. I mean, he's, he's played he played a couple snaps last year. Maryland's interior line is weak. Mm-hmm. And I think he could have a big And if we get pushed up the middle, Tagalo is going to Well, because I, I, I think they're going to focus so much on Dante on the outside. Uh-huh. And then they're going to – by the time they realize what Mesador's got, it's going to be too late. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of film. That's true. Even though he did have five sacks last year, so they, they should know. They but that, but that was coming is. off the edge. That's true. It wasn't up the middle. That's true. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mesador. So we'll see how that shakes out. So the other thing I did put on, I put a couple of the games this weekend on here. Okay, we I'm gonna go back quick and ask you a question about Lady Brown. All right. What do you think his breakdown is? How many runs do you think he gets? How many passes and catches? I think he'll have uh, five catches. That's his leg. Well, I was thinking five catches. About 28, 29 yards. Okay. Five yards catch. Okay. And I think he'll have, uh, if Justin Johnson, I mean, Mathis has gotten carries, I think Letty Brown's going to have at least 20, 20, 22 carries. Okay. I think he'll have 27 touches. I think he'll just eclipse 100 yards. I'll say 110, 115 yards rushing and 30 yards receiving. Okay. I was, think, I was thinking very similar. I was going more of the 20. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking 19, but probably more like 21. 21, 20, 21, five, six catches. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to break down. Yep. All right. That's where I am. So you got you got Georgia and Clemson. Clemson's favored by three and a half. That game's in Charlotte. A lot of people are picking Georgia to win that championship this year. I, I think Georgia's going to win that game. New quarterback of Clemson. Yeah. ETN's gone. Mm-hmm. Georgia's loaded on both sides. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That'll be interesting. Miami and Bama's 18 and a half. I hope they beat them by 30. I, I hope Bama beats them by 30. And then on Thursday night, uh, well, it was Thursday or Friday, you got Virginia Tech and UNC. Now, Tech's at home, but they're, UNC's five-and-a-half-point favorite. Five-and-a-half-point favorites, and they got a hell of a quarterback. They do. So, Probably they lost some skill position, guys. Yeah. So, that'll be an interesting Well, hell, they had half their team drafted. They did. I, was, I, I watched way too much of the draft waiting for Darius Dills to get picked. And the hell, every team would seem like, it was either Pitt or North Carolina got yeah. picked. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Georgia to cover three and a half or I'll I'll with the points. Bama, UNC five and a half probably. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving all those points. Yeah. Now Florida State Notre Dame seven and a half. Notre Dame favored by seven and a half. Yeah, and it's absolutely. Somebody State. somebody picked them to win the national championship. They get more they credit. And I, Notre, Dame. Notre Dame to or at least play the national championship game. I don't either. I, I don't know. I think I almost take the points in that one. 
I think Notre Dame will win. They'll find I just don't trust Florida State. That's the thing. I, I don't know. I would. I stay away from the games. I don't trust Florida State. It's fair. Yeah. LSU and UCLA. Three and a half. LSU, it's at UCLA. UCLA beat the hell out of Hawaii, but Hawaii, I, who knows what they got. I think LSU has got a uh, hellacious offense. I think they're going to be really good. But, but I think their defense will give a lot of points. I think UCLA Covered might up. pull that yeah. off. And in the Big 12, you got Houston and Texas Tech. Texas Tech's actually a one-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Texas State and Baylor. And hopefully will find a way to choke that game. I'll right? guarantee you. Texas State and Baylor's 13-and-a-half. Louisiana, Lafayette, and Texas. Eight-and-a-half is the line on that game. Really? Somebody knows something. I don't so, yeah, know. exactly. And then the other Big 12 games, Stanford and Kansas State. Kansas State's favored by two-and-a-half. Oh, that's interesting. And then the other five games, I, I couldn't find a line. Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa and Iowa State, Tulane and Oklahoma, which there probably is a line out now. Well, that game is moved to Oakland. That, they moved that game from uh, Tulane. It was supposed to be because at Tulane the, to okay. Oklahoma. That's probably why there's no line, yeah. Missouri State and Oklahoma State. Duquesne and TCU. I didn't know Duquesne had a football team. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> and in the, the pillow fight of the first weekend, South Dakota and Kansas. South Dakota might beat Kansas. They might. So, and I couldn't uh, care less. No. <laughs> so, they, I did see a prediction today. It said can't, it'd be the Kansas is only win. It might so, be. It might be. They might go, may go over. They didn't win a game last year. No. <laughs> All right, you want to take a break? Miss the last second? Let's do it. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. That was a good timing. You, you timed that, didn't you? Yeah, that's, that's, that's why you were over there, like, not moving. Story of my yeah. life. <laughs> my timing is it, impeccable. If it's, it, if it's, it, it's actually not the case. Your timing is not impeccable. Not really <laughs> impeccable. My timing couldn't be further from impeccable. <laughs> timing has gotten you in trouble so many times. Yeah, my timing's a lot of things. I mean, you know, your story this weekend of learning the stuff. It's yeah. the first place you open the door. That's a timing issue. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. Let's go ahead and dive right well, when in you, here. When you get your own term stuffified, stuffified. yeah, it gets, that's usually a sign it gets worse. I told him that Saturday. He got a kick out of it. <laughs> I said, what's well, the truth, man? You ever talk to him and listening to the pod? No. <laughs> He's too busy out buying shots right now. <laughs> All right. So four questions, two assholes. This question came up on Rivals this week, and I thought it was good enough to where I would throw it out there. So, right now, we got we got Maryland this week. We play Tech in two weeks. We got Pitt coming up next year. Who's our top five Rivals in football? Top five Rivals in football. I think that's a good question. Let me give you some numbers. What you think about it? Well, let me let me go ahead and throw out the obvious ones. Throw out the first three. You first know three, Pitt. The first three should be. You know Pitt, Virginia Tech, yes. Penn State. Penn State. Yeah, you know Penn State. You when my well, dad Penn State's was in my up, top five. But it's Penn State growing five, up. But I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you a reason why they might not be here in a minute. But they're in the top five. Okay. All right. So Penn State, Pitt, Virginia Tech, Maryland, because it's always been a bellwether game. Yep. I'm about to think on the fifth one. Personally, Notre Dame, I hated it. I hate Notre Dame, too. We uh, didn't play them enough, though. Exactly. How about Syracuse? Oh, yes, because ever since that time when they threw Long that. Long Graves. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we and they, fuck, they beat us in fucking football and basketball all the time. Trust me, 
But, yeah, Syracuse. And they beat us four straight times in football. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Oh, I know. One of them was in the bowl game. Yeah. We sucked ass in that bowl game. Two of them were in the bowl game. The one Greer missed, and then the one we yeah. got with Geno Smith. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, I, God. I'd probably, I'd probably put them at five. I'd probably put Penn, Penn State at four. Only, I, I'd put Pitt. Me you put Maryland at Penn State? Maybe it's because we haven't played Penn State in so long. You know what the series record with Penn State is? It's not good. 48-9-2. Yeah. But I think if we'd have kept playing them, that that number would have been a lot more, and the last 20 has been a lot more even. And that's what sucks about it. We'd have closed the gap, but yeah. it's, it's still good. Oh, no, we, I'm not saying we'd have been like, but I'm saying if you take the last 20 years we'd have played, I, that'd be 50-50. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and but that would make it a robbery. I went back and forth with Pitt and Tech. I hate Tech. Pitts are Pitts number one. Pitts, as for a WVU in general, Pitts number one. one. Virginia Tech is a Southern West Virginia number one. Mm -hmm. If you're south of Charleston, you can't stand Virginia Tech because they sell their shit in the stores. Which surprises me. And people wear that shit around here. All these Virginia Tech people sent their tickets back. Yeah. That surprised me. Well, they've had crappy couple of years to change what their fan base is like. Oh, fuck, but that, should, that game should excite the, the, them. Yeah, it should excite them. should want to be uh, Yeah. Records. Pitt. We played Pitt 104 times. Syracuse 61. Penn State 59. Tech 52. Maryland 52. I, I thought we played them more than that. We're, we're 40 61 3 against Pitt. 27 34 against Syracuse. 9 48 2 against Penn State. And we're 28 23 and 1 against Tech. And 28-22-2 against Maryland. Some people said Louisville. We only played Louisville 13 times in football. Well, Louisville in the Big East was, was a right, right. That was a prize. That was a good one. That was a, that good, was a good one. one. That, for a short-term series, that was a yeah, rivalry. That was a good one. That, yeah. that built up, you know, a lot. And that's what sucks about it. It's not like that in the Big 12. Like, I wasn't even close to thinking of Texas Big 12. Really I mean, I hate Oklahoma. They beat the shit out of us every year. I don't like Texas. You know, we got their number a couple times, but. You know, I think we might be like 50-50 with them somewhere in the league. We're four and five since we started. Yeah, started. so, but it's not it's just not the same as all those biggies rivals. That's what yeah. sucks about them, yeah. you know. Moving right, I thought that was. Which is also a shame while we don't play teams in our area more. We don't play Pitt, Penn State, and uh, Kentucky, well, we're getting Virginia back, Tech, we're getting back on Virginia. Now. And hopefully in the next three years, some of these will be league games. He would hope. That's hope. Good God. Because otherwise it's going to be Houston. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. What do you got? <laughs> I got to say, that sounds awful. It does. Joe, that sounds awful. Um, all right. So, season opener. And I, I wrote this question down, and actually, and I, I heard people kind of talking a little bit, not the same things, but so I'm going to move it towards us. What was your bo- best or most anticipated season opener in the last 30 years, either home or away? And I got some. I got. I got some. I got some games. Oh, it had, oh, it had to be Ohio State. Oh, that's what. That's me too. But it, it, it had to be let me read you some of them. Ninety-four Nebraska. It came off the year in '93. We were good. The best thing about that game. Punt. Was Todd Sauer was ninety-yard punt. Nineteen-ninety-five Purdue. Yeah. And Mike Allstock. Jared Long dropped the ball in the end. Yeah, up. and uh, and uh, Nillen said that we couldn't tackle the fat kid. No. It was Mike Allstock. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-six Pitt. We, it was there when first, first carry went for a touchdown. Ninety-seven Marshall. I was at that game. Yep. You. Yep. That uh, third quarter was rough. Though. It was, was hundred degrees, and I thought I was going to throw up because I was so drunk. Neyland let off. We were up twenty-eight ten. let off the gas. Yep. Uh, Ninety-eight Ohio State. Yeah, it's got to be that one. Two thousand three Wisconsin. We was put on there. 
I know that all the we had, we, Batman ran the kickoff back, and we were on the blue. I mean, us being the blue lot, we had this big, uh, me and the Slaws had this big WVU Trekker hats. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that game. It was so much fun to be at. 2014 Alabama. Remember how much hype there was for us well, going into that game? We could have won, won that game. 2017 Virginia Tech and 2018 Tennessee. It's Ohio State. But it's Ohio State. That game was just getting ready for that game. That was the price check on tomatoes game. Yes, and, and we had that, I had that one apartment that was near the stadium, mm-hmm. so we tailgated there. We were blasting country roads out the window. That one guy from Ohio State came in. Got some more jersey. Yeah, he had those Buckeyes around his neck, yeah. and he, we were all friendly with him. And then after the game, I said, if he, shows, if he shows up after this game, I'm going to knock those Buckeyes right off his head. <laughs> you know, and the funny part about that game is if Charles Fisher – would have just fell on the fucking ball mm-hmm. in the opening second half kickoff when they muffed it instead of trying to pick it up that and run with it. it. I'm not saying we'd have won, but, yeah. but it wouldn't have been 34 to 17. Yeah, because I think we were only down 10 points at halftime. Mm-hmm. If memory serves, I think it's right. If memory usually doesn't serve me well at that point. <laughs> it doesn't so with football. We were drunk. Yes. No. Yeah. Now for that game. Because that was an 8 o'clock that, game that, on CBS. That's watching the replays. Because <laughs> we were at Giant Eagle at 8.30 in the morning <laughs> putting food back so we could buy uh, liquor. Okay. <laughs> and that game didn't start till 8 o'clock at night. So you yeah. know that's right. Yeah, that was, a, that was a long shift. Yes. That was a long shift. Was over, overtime was long that day. <laughs> yeah, it's a high state. That's yeah, a good question. Absolutely. It's a high state. All right. Non-sports? Yep. All right, so, you know, apparently we're calling for like two to four inches of rain here. Right. And, uh, you know, it might be some winds, maybe some down trees. What's your most memorable storm, flood, or hurricane story? Ooh. Storm. I remember when I was a kid, it was Hurricane um, Hugo. And they actually called off Catholic school. So I was coming through. And I remember being at Annie's because I had nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. So I was at Annie's and I was outside on the road. The wind blowing me because it was it was gusty. After that, of course, you know, maybe duration. duration. Two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah, but any any other ones that you remember, like big rains or storms? No, not big rains or storms. I mean, I just I remember that with the duration, we were more concerned with getting ice for our beer than we were for having food to eat. My favorite part of that there was a lot of favorite parts of that weekend. Us sleeping on the floor at Luke's parents' house because it was so hot. Yes. That only the, the concrete, it was like, it's the place that felt the coolest. Yep. So we just laid on the ground and slept. Yeah, that's right. We did. <laughs> and uh, watching people get gas. We like literally tailgated at Debbie's house to watch people fight Remember at the gas we station. Were, we were in line to get gas. That, that's that's what I'm saying. My favorite part. The Midland Trail. We were in the middle of the trail because we heard there was gas there. We got in line and there was a wait, so we got. We had alcohol in the back of the truck. Got sat in the back of the truck. We we're drinking beer, and a cop came by. And we were just like, "Hey, hey buddy, <laughs> how about that ratio? It's a son of a bitch." And we drove. We then like later on that day, there we heard there was ice at sheets. So we drove the back of it to get cups of ice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how pathetic is that? I, I don't get the the third day of it. Uh, we, we, ate, we ate. We ate. Well, we everybody ate, cooked out we because ate, we, ate really they, well. we, we ate at Billy Bush's. We ate at Luke's. We ate. We cooked we our cooked stuff. At your house too. And then I remember that last day with that little grill outside. And I was like, I have got to eat some vegetables. Yeah. Because I've eaten. We've eaten red red <laughs> So I had a little can of, of like mixed vegetables yeah. on the on the grill. <laughs> I tell you what, that sucked, but it was a good time too. That was yeah, exactly. It sucked, but it was a good time. Yeah. I'll, I'll never get with the power. 
came back going. We were all outside my front yards. Me, you, Johnny Brewer, maybe AJ, Luke Randall, there. Luke, and uh, and and all of a sudden Johnny was like, "Is that street light always been on?" And we were like, "Oh shit, the power!" <laughs> It sucked us. We were all excited about power and there was no water. Mm-mm. <laughs> we're like, oh, wait, never mind. We're not, we're not happy anymore. Yeah. The air might work, but you can't take a shower yet. You can't take a shower. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. Forget about that. Yeah. Oh, man. I was, yeah. thinking, about, I was thinking about the storm that flooded Glen Jean. And ever again, I, I was, I, I don't know if I was in college or just out of college. And, and uh, it was a Sunday morning. And I, I'd been out Saturday night. So I was hung over his animal state at Nunu's. And she wakes me up at like 8 a.m. She's like, Josh, Freddie called. They need help getting people out. The water's rising up Nelsie's. So I was like, all right, I'm going. So I drove down there. And I parked down the street from Mount Nelsie's because the water was already up the street. So as I'm walking, there's this lady in the house on the left. And she's like, she's like, could you come help? We can't get our mom out. We can't get her out through the waters. She had like swords and stuff on her feet. So I carried her out of the water, you know, out to the thing. And I, you know, I'm hung over his hell, so I'm, now I'm trudging. Did you carry her? Oh, I carried her. Okay. I carried her like I was carrying her over the, the wedding line. I, was, I literally had her in my arms like I was going to cross the threshold. And uh, so I, I carried her out. And I came back, and me and Freddie, and a bunch of people were moving stuff. Tom's carrying out a thing of meatballs on top of his head. And then, cabbage uh, rolls. It's cabbage rolls, that's right. <laughs> and then this, and then he was like, and there was someone who was like, hey, could y'all help this one lady live behind him in a trailer? She has a wooden leg, and she can't get her wooden leg wet. That's <laughs> so. So Freddie and I go back there, and literally she held on to Is my it Jack Sparrow. She, she held on to my neck, and then and Freddie was literally holding her leg out of water as we were walking down because it was chest high at this point in time. Yeah. It was all up in her in the in the in all Nuzzy's places. You saved the parrot. That's, yeah, I'll never forget. I was like, what? <laughs> I was, like, I was like, did I take some mushrooms before I came down here? Is this Where real? Am I, am I hallucinating all this? <laughs> oh, God. That's, That's a good one. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's some more. No, I hope there's not more stories with this story. No, absolutely. Out. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, I'll be quick with mine. <laughs> so I went to the rendezvous Saturday night, Stuff Lynch. He's a bitch, by the way. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and we probably did. Uh, once we got there, if I say nine, I'm low. Hmm. And then there's beer involved, too. So I remember talking to Rick Brown. He's like, did you see that girl over there? And I said, yeah, I saw her. I said, I think she came in with somebody. He said, I don't think she did. She's in like this dress, you know, mm. cotton dress. Was she Jane, be Jane approved? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay. He's like, I don't think she's For the record, anybody. I don't think any woman be I was Jane like, approved. She so. wouldn't. I told, I told, <laughs> I told my daughter, I said, Jesus could send down an angel and you would say that her wings weren't even. <laughs> Dad, her wings aren't even. You're not talking to that bitch. Her halo's crooked. That's a fucking bronze halo. No. Hey, so, sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack there. No, that's fine. <laughs> so anyway, evidently I said, you know what? I'm going to make my way on over there and start talking to her. So we started talking and... uh Wait, 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 is this at rendezvous or is this, this at This is at rendezvous. Okay. So I go over there and start talking to her. And uh, I'm not going to tell you that I know exactly everything that was said. <laughs> All I know is, is that I got this photograph sent to me 
afterwards. <laughs> Apparently, I gave her a massage. And yeah, apparently so. Yeah. All right. Did get her number. Don't remember about anything else about that whole transaction. So, what's the worst hookup or shit you ever been with at the bar that you don't remember or that was bad? Oh, man, I've had a few. Uh, the the worst one, I got, I got two that I can't remember. The worst one was at Phil Lang's bachelor, bachelor party. Because we went to Pikeview Lounge. No. <laughs> Trigger, get in. No. Trigger just wants in there. Uh, we went to the Pikeview Lounge, got drunk as hell, sung karaoke. Oh, I remember that story. And I ended up going home with a, to a girl who lived there in Beckley's house. Yes, you did. And I woke up the next morning, and I was like, where the hell am I? Mm-hmm. All I know is I had no pants on, and she had no pants on. And I was like, this isn't good. So I called. I feel like you lost. I called somebody. <laughs> it might have been Ryan Hall, and I was like, could somebody please come get me? I don't know where I am. <laughs> I ended up looking at the street and saying, somebody came and got me before she got up and woke up. And then it was It just had to be three or four years later. And we're, me and Bill Pinkton, of all people to be with, Bill Pinkton, we're at Charlie's. And he's like, and I was like, I, I know that girl from somewhere. She come in, I was like, I know her. And I was like, oh shit. That's, That's that her. girl I hooked up with on Phil Lake's bachelor party. And Bill Pinkton said, you slept with Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> because that's a good description of what she looked like at that time. <laughs> She had she had big boots, but uh, uh, all I remember was like the next day I had left my belt at her house, and she had come back to bring my belt, and I was like, I pretended I was You left home. your belt or your pride? My, both. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when she came back, I was like, I was upstairs, I was like, I'm not home. Nate, don't tell her. Don't tell her. I'm home. Leave a message. <laughs> Leave a message in the street. I am. No, I'm Lady Glace. Yeah. No, I'm Lady Glace. I'll say I'll say it. <laughs> But those are my two okay. that I can remember. I do I started early and then never really had an opportunity to get involved in any of those situations. But I don't recall giving that girl a full body massage. <laughs> but evidently I did. So I thought I'd Start calling you Mr. Hansy Fields. I thought I'd share that with the class. <laughs> All right, so Maryland, man. Let's, let's get them. Let's get the turtles. I can't wait. Football season's here, man. And... and I'm genuinely excited, which means we'll suck ass this year. No, we're gonna be good. <laughs> gonna be I can't wait. I think I, I'm looking forward to. We saw three and zero. Look out. Yep. So. Let's start one and zero this weekend. All right, man. One more. I'm going home. Going to bed. One more. I'm going home. Going to bed. <laughs>